the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello again and welcome as we lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley Rutherford. I'm Kyle Welch. If you've been searching for a place to be spiritually fed, you have found it. Like you, we believe the Holy Bible contains the spiritual nourishment we need to become faithful servants God requires to help grow His kingdom here on earth. This program is part of an outreach ministry from Shepherd Church, located in Los Angeles, California. Our teaching pastor is Dudley Rutherford, and we join him right now with today's message. Police officers will tell you that one of the things that they fear most are domestic disputes. That when family members are fighting and they get called to go to a house, it is ugly and it is dangerous. And one police officer stated that it is ugliest when husbands and wives are fighting, but it's deadliest when brothers are fighting against brothers. It's really no surprise that anger shows up very first in the very first family in the Bible. But what's sad is that the the family should be a place of love because that's really what called you all together as a family in the first place was love and grace and kindness. But the devil, he loves to do anything he can do to destroy your marriage, your family, and your relationships. So do not give him that foothold. Amen? The fourth danger is your heart becomes dormant. There's something about if you're an angry person, you stop worshiping, you stop giving, you stop praying, you stop Listen, angry people do not worship. Angry people do not pray. Angry people do not give. Angry people do not witness. Eventually, if this thing goes unchecked and you give the devil a foothold, you actually become a a kind of a miserable person uh, inside and out. And I'll be honest with you, and maybe no one in your family has told you this, but I'm going to tell you right now, like if you're upset all the time in your house, Let me tell you, nobody enjoys being around you. We usually do one of two things. We either blow up or we clam up. Blow up is you rant, you shout, rage, throwing objects, you curse, you punch, you give someone a piece of your mind, or you clam up, you internalize everything. And when you internalize everything, it really, like you just clam up, it really is, it is just as bad as when you're giving someone a piece of your mind. You may look calm on the outside, but on the inside, you're full of rage. Have you ever, have you ever heard of marriage counseling or just counseling? In marriage counseling or counseling terms, write this down. You are either a rhino or you're a porcupine. 
A rhino is aggressive, charging with your horn. You're like a bull, breathing threats, and you're loud. Or you might be a porcupine. You're more passive. You withdraw. When you get upset, you curl up in a little ball, and you put out your little prickly quills, and you hurt anybody who comes near you. It might be an interesting lunch conversation when you go to lunch to go around the table and find out who's a rhino and who's a porcupine (laughs) while you're eating your dessert today. But all of it, whether you tend to blow up or clam up, I want you to write this down, it tends to harden your heart. It just does. You're not where you are spiritually if you're just always upset at things. Anger is like, like if you have a car and there's a red light, and you're driving, and all of a sudden the red light comes on. And if the red light comes on and it's flashing, anger is saying, warning, 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 warning. And the point is, you better deal with this anger issue or it's going to lead to other issues in your heart. Luke 21 verse 34 says this, Be careful or your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you unexpectedly like a trap. You know that there's so much here in the Bible that talks about your heart. Did you know that? You do know there's a lot in here just about your heart. And when you read the Bible, anytime you read something about your heart, it's not talking about your physical heart like you do a lot of cardio, and so your heart physically is really in good shape. Whenever you read in the Bible where it's dealing with your heart, it's talking about your spiritual life, your spiritual walk with God. Romans 13, 11 says the hour has come. You say, what hour is that? I'll tell you what hour it is. It's time to wake up from your slumber because our salvation, who's that? What's that? Our salvation in Romans 13 is talking about the day of the Lord when the Lord, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because Our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. Yes, I know that you believe, but the return of Jesus Christ is near. We need to wake up from our our slumber. We spiritually need to have a checkup on this old heart. Physically, spiritually. Several things. Number one, write this down. God's fruit of the Spirit. God's fruit of the Spirit. I want you to turn to Galatians. I want to I I show you something in this text. And uh, just go to your left if you're in Ephesians. Skip over Philippians. Uh, fli- uh, uh, over Ephesians and get to Galatians 5. How many of you have ever heard of the fruit of the Spirit? How many of you have never heard of the fruit of the Spirit? Raise your hand if you've never heard of the fruit. Okay, a few of you. All right. The moment. Can you hear this? The moment. I want everybody to snap your fingers. Oh, that's very good. Do that one more time. Oh, that's good. Now hear me. The moment you get saved, the second you get saved, God puts His Spirit inside of you. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's God Himself in spirit form comes to live inside of you the second you get saved. Now, you're still of the flesh. 
still have temptations. You're still going to struggle with lust. You're still going to struggle with anger because we're of the flesh, but we have the Spirit of God inside of us. So there's always a battle between the flesh, what the flesh wants, and what the Spirit wants. And in Galatians 5, it tells us that one of the fruits of having God's Spirit within us are all these different qualities that we have because of the fruit of the Spirit of an Almighty God. And so uh, many of you have heard this, and I want to read through it, and then I'm going to show you something at the end that I, I, I've been a Christian a long time. I've read this thing a thousand times. I never really noticed it before. Have you ever read the Bible and all of a sudden you, saw, you see something you never saw before? I'm going to show you that in this passage. Is that fair? Are you with me? All right, Galatians 5, verse 19, it says that the acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Everybody say obvious. And what that means is you don't need to go to Bible college to know these things. This is like ABC stuff, okay? The acts of the sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage he puts fits of rage right in there with witchcraft well i will never do witchcraft okay but you might be doing fits of rage selfish ambition dissensions factions verse 21 in envy drunkenness orgies and the like anything like those things i warn you as i did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of god but everybody say but there's a good student over here the fruit of the spirit is what's the first thing on that list what's the second thing on that list joy what's the third thing on that list What's the fourth thing on that list? Uh, This is just the complete opposite of anger. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and... Now watch this, verse 24. Those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified... The sinful nature with its passions and desires. Verse 25 says, since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Now, I have always known this, that there's a battle in my life between what the flesh wants and what the Spirit of God wants. And it is a daily battle. Now, I'm, all, I'm already saved. I wouldn't even have the Spirit of God in me if I wasn't saved. I'm saved. I've been justified. But there is a process of sanctification where we begin to take off that old self and begin to walk 
taking on the characteristic of Christ. And I always have taught, I've always believed that all of this fruit that is in me is really just the character of God, the essence of God, the purity of God, the, the love of God, the joy of God, the peace of God is within me. Haven't you always been told that? I, and, and I believe that that's true. But there's something else. If you look at the very last verse of chapter 5, it says, let us not become conceited and provoking and envying each other. Did you know that part of having the fruit of the Spirit in us is just so that we can get along with each other? And stop provoking one another? And some of us are really good at provoking one another. But if you have the Spirit of God in you and I have the Spirit of God in me, we ought to be able to get along with one another. Amen? Secondly, quickly, i got to get through this list. We should be glorifying God in everything that we do. Everybody say glorify God. Just everything we do. I'm, I'm, I'm over. i got to get through this quickly. Stay with me. 1 Peter 2.12 says, Live such good lives among the pagans. How many of you know there's a lot of pagans in L.A.? I mean, I could write a song on that, the pagans in L.A. But that's where we live. And the Bible says to live such good lives among the pagans that even though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God. And the best test, here's the best thing for your your anger and your getting upset at things. Before you say something and before you do something and before you curse at somebody or throw something at somebody, ask yourself this simple question. What I'm about to do, what I'm about to say, will this glorify God? And if it doesn't glorify God, don't say it. And don't do it. Amen? Because we were put on this planet to glorify God. Number three. Number three, get the plank out of your own eye. We spend most of our time, we got this big telephone pole in our eye, and we're going around finding fault with everybody else. And Jesus says, you hypocrite. See, I know know a lot of you would rather Jesus preach this weekend than me. But I guarantee you if Jesus was speaking today, a lot of you would get up and walk out of here. Because you would not want to hear what he has to say. Jesus said, you said, well, these are his words. You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye and then you'll see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. This book, let me tell you about this book right here. This book right here, this is, and and, and I can show you the text. This book is basically just a mirror. And you read it not to see what they need to change, what my wife needs to change, what my husband needs to change. This book was written so that you could look at it to see what you need to change. 
And the last point, write this down. Give forgiveness freely. Give forgiveness freely. Mark eleven twenty five says, when you stand praying. Let's all stand and pray. We're going to do what this verse says. Stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. When you stand praying, I'm going to pray. Are you ready for me to pray? Okay, I'm going to pray before we leave. When you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive your sins. Going back to that chapter in Matthew 5 that I said I wish we could just hang out in Matthew 5, Jesus also said these words. He said, if you've come to the altar to give a gift, before you give that gift, you need to go and make, make amends with whoever you're upset with, whoever you're fighting with, and then you come give that gift. Right? The Bible says these words in John 13, a new command. They were sick of commandments. They had nothing but commandments. Those people had more commandments than Jesus shows up. He goes, hey, I got a new co- another command. What's, the, what's this one? <laughs> Jesus says, I've got a new commandment. Well, they were, oh, no. And here's what he said. You need to love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this all men will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. We're going to pray right now. If you've not become a Christian, you can come today and do that. Walk through these doors. Last night we had nine baptisms. And uh, you have a you have a, a prayer request, just come down and walk through those doors. Or if you, have, if you need anything, just walk through those doors. But we're going to pray right now to a God who has forgiven us of our sins, a God who has given us His grace, a God who has shown mercy to us, a God who has provided for us, a God who has forgiven us of our sins. And He's simply saying that the grace and the mercy and the forgiveness that God has shown us that we should just pass that on to other people. We only have one job. That's to love God and to love people. But what if someone's upset with me? You're supposed to love them too. Or what if they did something that actually offended me? You're supposed to love them too. What if they stand diametrically opposed to the things I believe? You're still supposed to love them. We are to love people, love God. And uh, through that love, not the anger, not the bitterness, not the resentment, but through love is how we're going to change the world. And um, if you're here today, if you're here right now and as I'm preaching, there's someone you're upset with. It's a little silly for you to pray with me right now when you're upset with someone. You're accepting all of God's grace and all of His love, yet you're holding ill will against other people. It doesn't make any sense. Whatever you have experienced from God, 
you pass that on to others. Let's pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for church. God, this life that we live in, you know, it's, it's full of challenges and people, people are difficult. And is, I, I get up every day, I try to do the right thing, but it's like people, they just kind of get in your way sometimes and they, they do things that upset us so easily. And Lord, I just pray that we would focus in on the fruit of the Spirit of God that came in us that moment we got saved, that moment we were justified. And that we would, you know, the Bible talks about self-examination. We, we need not a, we don't need a, a physical heart operation. We need a spiritual heart checkup and operation where we examine our motives and we examine our relationships and we pick up that Bible and we see and ask God, God, change in my life what you want changed. Help me to become your son and your daughter and to live a life that brings glory to you. I, 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 I can't, I don't know what the, the answer to so many Christians who live lives that don't really bring glory to God. I believe they're saved, but in the words and the deeds and their actions, that doesn't, that doesn't really glorify you. The things that we post, the things that we say, the things that we do, the things that we think, all of it should just glorify you. Lord, bless this church. Thank you for this first message. I pray that anyone who's struggling with this, God, that they'll find forgiveness and a opportunity to start over again here today a a recommitment to you to focus in on the fruit of the spirit it's just there it's there naturally that's not something that you have to force it's just there it's been given to us and help us god in, in our daily lives and decisions that we make that in all things that we would in fact glorify you bring us back safely next week i pray god's blessing be upon this church we ask in jesus name amen amen god bless you and thank you for coming today It's a blessing for us to bring this program to you every day. We exist only by our faithful partners who support us through their prayers and financial gifts. If Pastor Dudley's message has been a blessing to you, we would like to encourage you to consider joining in partnership with us so we can continue to be here every day to bless others with this important ministry. Your gifts, whether large or small, are greatly appreciated and go directly to help keep us on the air. You can find out more about supporting us by calling our toll-free number, 888-818-4777. That number again is 888-818-4777. We have operators standing by and ready to take your call. You can also support us by going to our website, liftupjesus.com forward slash reach. That address again is liftupjesus.com forward slash and then the word reach. We have a special gift for everyone listening today to help with your daily Bible reading. It's our Anchored Journal, a complete 365-day Bible reading guide and journal that will help you stay connected to God's Word throughout the coming year. It works with any version of the Bible you are currently reading. The Anchored Journal comes in a choice of colors and can be yours right now for a gift of any size to the Lift Up Jesus ministry. It's as simple as calling our toll-free number. 
888-818-4777. You won't want to miss out on this limited time offer, so be sure to call right now. Our number again is 888-818-4777. The Anchor Journal can also be found on our website, liftupjesus.com. That address again is liftupjesus.com. Get yourself anchored to God's Word with your personal Anchor Journal today. We live in the most distracted culture in the history of the world. We see about 10,000 messages every day. We even touch our phones about 2,000 times a day. We're literally being overwhelmed with information. That's why there's no better time than right now for Dudley Rutherford's remarkable new book, One Thing, Rediscover a Simpler Faith in Our Complicated World. In this timely book, Pastor Dudley invites you to open your Bible and look closely at seven key passages of Scripture where you'll find the beautifully uncomplicated phrase, One Thing. These scriptures will quiet all the noise that you're hearing and call you back to a simpler faith. Dudley Rutherford has discovered the secret of how to focus our lives on the one thing that matters. What if you could find that simplicity? It's waiting out there, and this is your roadmap to freedom. Contact Lift Up Jesus today and get your copy of One Thing, the book that could finally change everything. I'm Kyle Welch, inviting you to join us tomorrow at this same time as we again lift up Jesus with Pastor Dudley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.